you are more than a conqueror and you're constantly looking at yourself as one who's defeated, that's beneath God's thinking for your life. Because I can assure you on the, along the journey, you will encounter painful moments that will almost make you reconsider the journey. And if your mind is not rooted in the word of God and you're not relying on the power of the Holy Spirit to guide you along that journey, you will get weary and you will faint. Well, amen. Welcome to Prophetic Whispers. And that is a little snippet from Kevin M. Tucker, man of God, that uh, is preaching on mental toughness. And I love what he said, and I thought it was worth putting on the intro to this uh, topic, that if your mind is not rooted in God's Word, you may, you may have the feeling or the thought of abandoning the journey, whether you have missed it, whether you're doing the right things. And, and and again, mental toughness is necessary. And I believe that 2020 is um, is what we would call in, a, in, a, in athletics or sports, you know, as a wrestling coach or football coach, uh, it's what we would call hell week. It's, it's, it's when you get your team in condition, but in getting your team conditioned or in shape or more more likely um what you're doing is you are you are building a mindset okay you're looking for tough minded kids kids that will run through a wall you're looking for kids that will not quit even when they're tired even when when their muscles are aching and and their chest hurts and their and their and their legs are sore and stiff and and but they don't quit they they make it through the process what you're building in those type of athletes and you're building in those type of kids is mental toughness okay they're not reconsidering whether or not they want to play football anymore what they're doing is they they said if in order for me to play football i have to go through this i have to be tough i have to be in shape i have to be strong i have to have I have to I have to have wind in my lungs. I have to have uh, my lungs expanded. I know that I have to go through these things in wrestling every um, before practice, uh, part of the stretching process, well, we would start going for five mile runs. Why was that important? Why well, we go there to build the mental toughness? Absolutely, because you know kids don't walk out and say, oh, I'm, "I just want to," I just want to um, run five miles for my health. No, no. You know, and I would catch kids that would quit. I mean, that would quit in the way or walk halfway through and, 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 you know, get off course or try to make shortcuts. You know, all those. That wasn't, yes, you get upset at the fact that, you get upset at the fact that, you know, they, they didn't want the process or that they weren't following orders or they, you know, um, or they weren't serious about it. But what it really showed was their mind. It really showed their mindset. It, they were looking for a way out. You know, and so when you start looking at this mental toughness that it's necessary, I look at 2020 that has built mental toughness in those that really understand those that really understand what's what's going on here. You know, with COVID, with the COVID um, uh, pandemic that they've thrown out there, um, with that the numbers don't don't the numbers do not show that it is a pandemic. You know, it doesn't show that we had. Uh, for the last 13 years, we had 2.3 million to 2.9 million people that would die every single year, naturally from different causes, from cancers to, you know, car accidents to, to um, you know, 
um, heart attacks, uh, diabetes, 2.9 million. That is the average. And do you know that right now we are at 2.8 million and we're in December? We're not even, we're not even at our average. We're not even at the average of people that are dying, which tells you this. It's not a pandemic. It's a fear-demic. It's, it's, it's something that, that the numbers don't match. And yeah, there's a lot of people, you know, it's a virus. It's a virus. You know, and it's like the flu. Have you noticed that the flu's not here? You know, but yet you got everybody, you know, walking in in fear over this thing. And, you know, you get a little symptomatic. You get a little body ache. We always had body aches. We always had, you know, chills. And, and we've always had those things. Then our body begins to fight. So for the healthy people, those of us that have been healthy and blessed with health, and, and we don't have respiratory and compromised uh, immune systems and things in those nature, you know, the, the recovery rate is 99.98%. You know, that's not a pandemic, but yet again, that's what the culture, again, you have to become mentally tough. How do you become mentally tough with this is you refuse to go along and play the game. It's, it, you don't play the game. You, you refuse to go with that. That's mentally tough. You, and that's what it takes because everybody is afraid. You know, you get people that walk on, on the other side of the road from you because you're like, what is this? Where, what are they afraid of? You know, if they're not, if they're not, um, if they're not positive with COVID, and I'm not positive with COVID, where's it coming from then? The ground, the dirt, the, you know, it, this is ridiculous. It doesn't make sense when you break it down. You know, there's no science on the masks. You know, there's no science on the masks. They, you know, what, what's, the, what's the scientific um, evidence of masks? They, they don't have any. Oh, it could. It would, No, they just want you to put a face diaper on. That's all. They want to control how you feel again, but in order to fight those narratives, you got to be mentally tough. You know, you've got to be mentally tough. It's been a tough year. It's been a very difficult year. Many, some of us have lost people to this to this COVID, and uh, we just, you know, our dear uncle Ed, you know, our piano player just passed away, you know, and um, with COVID, and and it was very difficult. He was eighty years old, and and, and uh, we and we pray and man it was is very heart-wrenching but we stay mentally tough we stay mentally tough you know we stand on the scripture it's gonna take mental toughness and grittiness to stay on scripture they want you to get on their fear tactics they want yes this it's been a difficult year we get that but if you're going to get anything out of 2020 it's that you are conditioning yourself for the long run it's been a heck of a year for many people it's been tough spiritual warfare physical warfare it's been you know some many people have lost businesses churches have closed down wondering how we're going to make it you know all those type of things that trusting god staying in his word is going to take mental toughness okay it's going to take mental toughness not giving up but preparing yourself for the future and so when so when we have hell week, I call this hell year. I call this a year where where everything shifted, and now your 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 endurance as a Christian has been tested. Okay, now we should be ready for 2021. We're getting ready for 2021, bigger, better, stronger, with more resolve than ever. That God has been faithful to us. That, you know what, we're not going to give up our liberties and our rights as Christians. We're not going to do it, but we're going to be mentally tough. We're not going to bend our knee to this stuff no more. 
we're going to serve God with fervor in heart. And so in today's broadcast, you know, I want to talk to you about getting gritty. I want to talk to you about being tough, mentally tough. I want to talk to you about what it looks like. Okay, what does it sound like? What does being tough sound like? You know, I've coached a lot of athletes, you know, and one of the things that, that my greatest athletes uh, demonstrated was their toughness. They're tough. They're tough. They didn't roll over. They didn't abandon ship. They read the Bible. Okay? They read the Bible. We worked on what had to get done. And we got it done. Regardless of our obstacles. That's how you compete. There's nothing worse than being a competitor that won't compete. There's no, there's, there's nothing worse than being a Christian and you won't walk in the Word. If you're a competitor, compete. If you're a Christian, then walk in the Word. That's our supreme authority. If you're called in ministry, then get in ministry. Get it done. Get it done. Be tough. Be courageous. Be brave. And so today we're going to talk about this. We've got a few examples I want to show you about men of God and what happens when you become gritty, when you begin to, when you begin to step up. And again, 2020 was just hell year, okay? Not hell week, but hell year where we have been conditioned. Our wind has been che checked and expanded. Our muscles, our spiritual muscles and our, and our legs, and, you know, they're sore from 2020 and all the conditioning and the tough things that we went through. You know, our minds have, have, have been, have been uh, you know, stretched in many ways. But we're mentally tough now. We're mentally tough. The Holy Spirit, the coach, put us through some things and, and now we're bigger, we're ready, we're ready to transition into 2021 with grit, with toughness, with the mindset that's prepared to conquer in 2021. Yeah, they woke up the giant, the church. They woke us up. Now, it's time to get mentally tough. It's time to put all the things that we learned in 2020 and put them into practice. We're ready. Let's transition into 2021. Mentally tough and gritty. What is gritty? Okay. The word gritty in essence means showing courage and resolve. That's fine. Courage and resolve. See, courage can be seen. A courageous person, you know, one that goes against the flow, one that goes against the tide because they're, they're operating on a different emotional set, okay? They're running on different emotions. They're running on different information. That's important to understand that I'm walking in the word that I'm walking by different information. That's why many people could look at you crazy, but if you're walking in the Word, you're walking by different information. You're walking by the report of the Lord. You have a different courage level. You've got a different resolve level. You know, some of the synonyms for, for the word gritty is the word brave or, or metalsome. You know, you're metal. You're built of metal, hard-bodied. Okay, you're, you're stout-hearted. I like that when your heart is stout. It's, 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 it's there. You know, it's starting strong. 
valiant, bold, you're spirited, you're tough, you're determined, you're resolute, you're purposeful, you're dogged, you're tenacious. That's what that word gritty means. And so when we start looking at a few examples of men of God that demonstrated this, we're going to show you, we're going to show you that all the things that we've been through, through 2020, have have been used to build the right elements inside of you so that 2021 we are ready to possess land we are ready for we are ready for battle we're ready for the for the whistle to be blown in 2021 we're not going in limping we're going in there strong we're going in there in shape we're going in there with resolve we're going in there gritty we're going in there valiant we're going in there bold we're not backing away. So in, so when you start looking at gritty people, let's start looking at Moses. Number one, Moses faced Pharaoh in Egypt. Don't forget, he was raised by Pharaoh. Okay, so he understood the system of Pharaoh. He understood who Pharaoh was in the eyes of people. The deity level in which Pharaoh, um, Pharaoh stood. Okay, Pharaoh, Pharaoh was a deity. He was a God to them. And God tells Moses, I'm going to do something for you that's going to help you. That um, and, and it's a little different. You ne- probably never thought this would be. But guess what happens? Okay, guess what happens? I'm going to make you a God to Pharaoh. Watch, watch exit. Exodus 7, 1. So the Lord said to Moses, See, I have made you as God to Pharaoh and Aaron, your brother, shall be your prophet. In other words, G- Moses, I'm going to give you I'm going to give you a perspective in which which Pharaoh is going to look at you at. You Pharaoh's going to look at you as his superior now, okay? Not that Moses was God, but superior to Pharaoh because don't forget Pharaoh was deity, okay? Pharaoh was the deity. He was a god amongst the people. And guess what? So God told Moses, guess what? I'm going to make Pharaoh look at you as as a deity. And then Aaron is going to be your prophet. What did that mean? That that means that Aaron is going to be the one that really, that's going to do the speaking, but he's going to look at you knowing that you're the one calling the shots. That's a paradigm shift. Don't forget, Moses was the one that was what? Hiding. You know, I can't speak. Uh, You know, I'm not prepared for the task. Uh, I, you know, uh, are you sure you chose the right person? Yeah, I'm a man. I can't even speak. I can't even, you know. I'm a murderer. I, he starts throwing all these things at God. And God says, no, you're the one. I'm going to make people change their perspective of you. That's, that's important. That's important. Okay? Because the grace of God, the hand of God was on Moses. And now God was telling Moses, I'm going to make them see my hand on you. They're going to look at you as God to them. You're going to look at, they're going to look up to you. They're going to respect you. They're going to do what you say. Watch what happens. So in Exodus 7, 15, chapter 7, verse 15, it says this, okay? So God, God, so go to Pharaoh in the morning when he goes out for water, okay? God knows exactly what he's going to do. When he goes out for his water, he's going to go by the river, okay? And you shall stand by the river bank to meet him. And the rod which was, the rod which was turned to a serpent you shall take it in your hand, and you shall say to him, The Lord God of the Hebrews has sent me to you, saying, Let my people go, that they may serve me in the wilderness. But indeed, until now, you would not hear. So again, so God says, You're going to hear now because I'm at a different level now. Okay? God caught him. See, God caught Pharaoh. And he elevated Moses. 
Moses now confronts Pharaoh. Okay? He confronts him, and, and we know what happened. Okay? But God gives Moses directions. You're going to catch him, there, and then you're going to tell him, let my people go. Okay? You wouldn't listen before, but now you're going to listen. Why? Because, because Moses was at a different level. Moses was now gritty. Moses was now getting the right mindset, the right mental capacity. He was getting the right toughness about him. He, Moses was tough. Moses wasn't a mealy mouth, uh, you know, well, I, I don't know. Uh, you know, he wasn't Gideon. You know, give me a fleece. No, no. Moses was tough. Moses showed grit. Moses showed courage. God told him, this is what you're going to do. Stand up. And tell him, let my people go. You wouldn't listen to me before, but you're going to listen to me now. So what is so what it being gritty does? What is gritty? The mental toughness, that grit. Number one, you're not afraid to confront. Okay, confrontation. That means getting in front of something. Whether you like it or not, but you're going to confront it. And you find out that most Christians don't like confrontation. They don't want the, the battle of ideas. They don't want they don't want to say, no, you're wrong and or no, that's you know, if you continue in that sin, you're going to hell. They don't like that confrontation. We don't like to, you know, don't judge don't judge me. Don't judge the world. Don't judge, you know, behaviors. Don't deem that you can't do that. No, no. Watch this. Confrontation. Confrontation. Moses, you're gonna confront Pharaoh. <laughs> that's a big thing. So when you are mentally tough, you confront things and you don't mind being, be, you don't mind being confronted because you stand in truth. Okay. You stand in truth. We hold the word of God true. Number two, you're an agent of change. In other words, you understand you're gritty for a purpose. You're an agent of change. You're going to change what's going on. That's how you change things. Gritty people change things because they understand that they're an agent of change. That if they're not there, nothing changes. If they don't say it, nothing's going to move. They live big. <laughs> I love that. Gritty people live big. Tough people live big. They live beyond themselves. They understand. They understand that when you're gritty, that means that, means that they're going to do, they're, they're going to live larger than who they are. Live big. That's what courageous and gritty people do. They live big. They take chances and risks. They step on fear. I love that. They step on fear. Moses stepped on fear. All the excuses went away because God put Moses at a different level. And then God and then Moses tells Pharaoh, you're going to listen now. You didn't listen before. He's going to listen now. Why? He stepped on fear. He stepped on fear. He managed those emotions. He stepped on fear. Here's another one. He stepped into destiny. So if you don't step in fear, step on fear, you'll never step into destiny. I'll say that again. If you don't step on fear, you'll never step into destiny. You'll always say there's giants in the land. You'll always, you'll always say we're grasshoppers. You'll, you'll always say we can't do it. You always say it's too tough. I say that I'm not good enough. No, no. Gritty people step on fear and step into destiny. It's a good word for somebody. That's part of the process. 
Number five, you're a disruptor of the status quo. So Moses became a disruptor of the status quo. So gritty people disrupt the status quo. That's what gritty people do. They disrupt the status quo. So if you don't like the way things are going, you have to have enough courage. You have to have the mental toughness to, com- to bring confrontation, to, be- to understand that once I confront, I'm an agent of change. To live big, that means you are bigger than the, the status quo. You're bigger than the ideas that they're living in. You're bigger than the challenge that they're confronting you with. And then you're going to step on fear. And then step into your destiny. And then you're going to disrupt the status quo. Now the agent of change begins to, to manifest. Now change takes place. You're going to break the card-carrying membership with the mediocrity. That's what, status, that's what, that's what uh, being gritty does. You throw away your card to the, to the membership of, of the mediocrity. You're no longer mediocre. Now you're living. You're living bigger than yourselves. You're living a quality Christian life, a gritty life. You recognize the opportunity to be brave. And that, that's, that's one of the things, too, about, about stepping on fear and, and stepping into your destiny and then uh, throwing away your, your, your membership to the, to the uh, card-carrying brothers and sisters of mediocrity. You recognize that every opportunity that you're, that's in front of you is your opportunity to be brave. But because you made it through 2020, because you've made it through all the difficult times, you are now stronger, bigger, better, stronger than you were before. You are now prepared. You are now prepared to recognize every opportunity to be brave, to be brave. We're coming into 2021, not limping, but running brave towards the future. I love this. Jeremiah 1.10. This is another example. Okay, see, I've set this day uh, you over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out, pull down, to destroy and to throw down, to build and to plant. So here is the process. Here's the process of gritty people, gritty people uh, such as Jeremiah. He goes, I put you over the nation, but you're going to do three things first. You're going to do some things first. Number one, he goes, you're going to root out. That means you got to get down to the bottom of issues. Okay, gritty people get to the bottom of issues. Then you pull down. That means anything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, the things of God, you got to pull those things out. So you got to root out and you got to pull down. Those are two processes that people don't like to do because that takes confrontation. What do you think Moses was doing? He was confronting. He, he, wanted, he wanted to be the agent of change. That's who God called him to be. He wanted to live big. He stepped on his fear and stepped into destiny. That's what Moses did. And Jeremiah has the same mandate, but now you see more of a verb, more action of what he's doing. Okay, He's doing some of the same things Moses did, but guess what he's doing? He's uprooting. He's pulling out the root to root out, then to pull down, to destroy, and to overthrow. That's the process of what gritty people do especially to the status quo, especially to the religious systems, especially to the ideology of the culture that's trying to seep in. There's some crazy things being preached from pulpits. There's things that the church has allowed in the, in the pulpits that, you know, um, that the culture 
has embraced and said, well, if the church wants to be relevant, then the church has to embrace this. You know, you can go down, you can go, you can, I can make a list of things and that's a different podcast. But what I'm, what, what I really want to let you know is that there's some things that we got to tear down, uproot, throw down things that we have to destroy and then throw them away. And then we build a new plant. Then we build and then we plant. That's a process of gritty people. That's what gritty people do. That's what we're going to be doing in 2021. All the lies, all the all the deceptions, all the 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 bad information that we lived on, we're going to tear it down. We're going to pull it out by the roots. I mean, aren't, aren't, you know, you should be tired of being sick and tired, not achieving, not getting there. But we're going to get there because we're uprooting. We're throwing down. Right? We're pulling down. We're destroying and then we're throwing them away in order to build and in order to plant. See, gritty people are going to disrupt the status quo. We're not going to allow the things that happened in 2020 to hinder us again. We're in shape now. Okay, we're prepared. We got more wind in our lungs. We are ready to go. It was, it's been hell year through 2020, but we are transitioning to 21. And we're taking the lessons we learned, the things that we've been through have only made us better and prepared to handle what's going on. And we've made some decisions to overthrow some systems. We've made some decisions to step on our fears and into our destiny. This is who we are. Okay, Matthew, Matthew 3, this is, this is John the Baptist. Okay, John the Baptist says you really, you, you're really going to make, make a difference in life. You're really going to be gritty. Well, this, this is what you got to do. Number one, and even now the axe is laid to the root of the tree. That's what, hap- that's what happens. That's Jeremiah's mentality. Get to the root of the problem. The axe is falling to the root of the tree. Why? We're going to kill the tree. We're going to pull it out. We're going to uproot it. We're going to throw it down. That's what we're going to do. We're going to destroy we're going to destroy it and then throw it away. That's, you know, that's the concept you find in John the Baptist, you know, Matthew chapter 3, that coincides with John Jeremiah chapter 110. You can connect those two together. He says, and even now the axe is laid to the root of the tree. Therefore, every tree which does not bear fruit is cut, is cut down and thrown into the fire. Indeed, I baptize you with water unto repentance, but he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I'm not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. So what are we looking at here? Number one, you're looking at repentance. That, that Again, repentance is important. Re- repentance is the foundation to all repair. Okay, Founda- uh, Repentance is the foundation to repairing things. Okay, that's fundamental. That's when you put the axe to the root. What comes, you lay the groundwork for repentance so that you can build again. So you can, you can build on top of the foundation of repentance. Okay. And building, building represents the new life. Okay. The new life, new identity. That's what happens when you plant something new in the ground. A new identity comes out. Something great comes out from that which was was first pulled out. Okay, so we have this process to do, but gritty people get this done. Mentally tough people get this done. Those that didn't faint in 2020, we're running into 2021. It's a few days away from us. Have you learned the lessons you need to learn in 2020? Are you in better shape now? 
This has been, I've heard many people say, this gear's been hell. Yeah. Yeah. But are you in better shape now? Because you've been through things and you didn't quit? You hadn't stopped? I haven't stopped believing? I haven't stopped trusting? I haven't stopped? It's time to get gritty. Tough people. That's nothing worse than, again, there was nothing worse than, a, than, than an athlete quitting in the middle of the process. When you're trying to make them tough, they quit. When they don't want to give you that extra push-up, they don't want to run that extra mile, they don't want to, they don't want to do that extra sprint because they don't want to. They think they've given enough when they don't realize that there's more inside to give. And until you empty yourself, you'll never be full. And 2020 has been a year where, where, you know what, we realize that we've been pretty full of ourselves. And this condition has emptied us. So that we can be full again with the right things and handle it right. Let's close out with this. God has a process. He has a process to make you gritty. Number one, the space that is created by God to take you from where you are, where you are at, to where you need to be. God creates the space. So he begins to clean things out. He begins to create the space to get you to move takes you from claustrophobic things to all of a sudden he pulls things, people, places, and things out of your life so that you can start seeing that you never really need them to get you moving in the right direction. He does that with relationships all the time. Bad relationships will ruin good morals. Okay? Bad relationships ruin good morals. All of a sudden, the people you thought you needed, you don't need no more. And then your life changes. Okay? Because God creates space to take you from where you're at to where you need to be. Number two, testing and proving are always used. Testing and proving. I like testing. See, testing testing is not to prove what you don't know. It's to prove what you do know. What do you know about God? What do you know about your life? What do you know about who you are in Christ? That's what testing does. Testing proves what you do know, not what you don't know. Testing proves what you've studied, not what you haven't studied. You don't know what you don't know because you haven't studied it. Testing doesn't bring out what you don't know. Testing brings out what you studied. And if you studied nothing, you got nothing. If you don't know, your, don't know what your scriptures are, if you don't know, if you don't have a theological framework for, for your thinking and your living, it's because you haven't built one. You haven't thought of it. You haven't studied. You haven't put in the time. But testing proves that. When you're confused, that means you're not solid in your knowledge. I know, it's getting quiet. So when you start realizing testing, I'm being tested. That means that I'm I'm being my knowledge is is being put to the pressure. My knowledge is being pushed on. Do I know it? Do I have it? Move move from the past to the future. That this is what transitions all about. Going from the past to the future. I'll, I'll tomorrow I'll be talking about transitioning. Okay, what does transition look like? Okay, that's tomorrow. But that's what transition does. That's what 20, 2020, is all, 2020 is all about. Was moving you from the past to the future. 2021 is right on top of us. Let's go. With everything we learned from 20, 2020 about trusting Jesus. About trusting his word. Whether we lost some things. Whether the space of time is different. Whether it doesn't matter. We're coming to 2020. But we're coming full of faith and full of courage in who Jesus is and who he is for us. Number four, 
is for their imperfection to move them towards perfection. I love that. It's it's the space of time of process that God puts us through where where the imperfect for where the imperfection moves and the imp, and the perfection starts taking form in us. See, none of us are perfect, but we have perfection working in us. There is a better way to live. But if 2020's been tough, you've survived, you're tougher. Now you must believe it. Now you must trust the, the, the hand of God on your life. It's time to get gritty. It's time to be courageous. It's time not to, not to back away. It's time to understand that you were, you were born at the right time, at the right place for the season that we're living in. It's time to get gritty. It's time to be courageous. It's time to be stout-hearted. It's time to be bold. It's time to be spirited. It's time to be tough. It's time to be determined. It's time to be purposeful. It's time to have resolve. It's time to be tenacious. It's time to be dogged. It's time for confrontation. It's time for, to be an agent of change. It's time to live big. It's time to step on fears and step into your destinies. It's time to become a disruptor of the status quo. It's time to break the card of the carrying of the mediocrity. I'm not going to carry that mediocre card in, anymore. And then I'm going to recognize every opportunity is an opportunity to be great. Moses went before Pharaoh, seized the moment, and destiny was changed forever. So God bless you. We love you. And I pray this challenge your heart. Get gritty. It's time for gritty people. You've been built for this. Let's get after it. Stay tough. In Jesus' name, we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.